Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Johnny's a joker. He's a bird. A very funny joker. He's a bird. Happy weekend to you. Welcome into Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Mark Cox here along with my host, uh, Bo Matthews, and of course, uh, Carl Middleman, our producer. Uh, Great to have you with us. Bo, how are you, man? I'm doing fantastic, brother. I'm, but I'm going through firewood like crazy. Are you really? Uh, you know, last year, I think we started burning on December 1st. I've been burning since about November 6th. <laughs> Uh, because we generally heat with wood, but I'm thinking I'm going to have to drop a couple more trees to get through the rest of it. My goodness, we got a long way to go. You do. You know how I am, don't you? Uh, I, I no. am finer than Brittany Griner. <laughs> Did you nice. just, that's amazing. He's been saving that. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that story broke this week. What, what a... What a um, I heard it first disapp- from you, by the way. What a disappointment in how this was handled. Can I just? Uh, nobody is happier than I am that we got an American back from a prison in Russia. I'll say that up front. Uh, but the fact that we traded the merchant of death for an athlete instead of a Marine veteran who's been in prison for years in Russia was truly disappointing. In other words, and we'll talk about this a little later, the big dog poker tournament. I think if you were. If you could choose to play cards at a table with somebody, you'd want Joe Biden across the table from you because you'd be a guaranteed winner. Absolutely, Can I'd I see you at the that? final table. Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh yeah, it, it is. It is uh, really sad. I, I don't know if you were going to play that clip that I heard you play on Thursday morning, um, but it didn't sound like a victory speech to me. Um, you know, getting her out. But just think of all the all the hot buttons that he hit by doing this one thing. Now, did he ever bring up the Marine in in, in yes. negotiation? Was it ever a part of the equation? He, he claims that it was, uh, and he argued that it wasn't their fault. They tried to get him, but this is this is the second time they've made a prisoner swap, and they haven't been able to get this Marine home, and yet we were able to get the politically correct WNBA player home, right? Who? Uh, and I'm, I only say that because I think politics played a role in the decision of the white house i i, I do do you think i mean I, just by just by all the uh the uh, uh what do you call them uh pronouns just because of all the pronouns <laughs> yeah potentially he, potentially uh, it, 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 here's here's the thing the biden administration had i i guess regular meetings with britney's spouse talking about getting her home i don't know when the last time uh, the the Marines, Paul Whelan's family was up there or not. The first time somebody else was brought home in a prisoner swap, they weren't even given a heads up by the administration. This right. time they saw the crap storm coming and they did give them a heads up that we're bringing somebody else home, just not Paul. And that uh, has to just be a dagger to them 
that that here we had somebody that the Russians wanted so badly that he was in an American prison for 25 years. It was accused of taking American lives. Uh, he was a he was an arms dealer back in the around the year 2000. He was the most wanted man in the world, and we had him in prison here and gave him back to the Russians for Brittany Griner. We didn't even get a twofer. Right. And during a time of war for Russia as well. Right. So you can you can bet your bottom dollar that he is going to go right back to what he was doing before uh, when he goes back. And, and well, we get to boost the WNBA. Uh, and, and, you know, not to say that her life is not, a, not you know, more important or more important than the Marine. Right. However, when you think of the infraction that we're talking about, personal choice. She had the choice to bring that vape pen with her, and she knew the laws because she'd been there, you know, a couple of times uh, in the previous years, um, you know, and we had a Marine that was, you know, that was fighting for this country, if you will. Um, I, I just don't think it was a, it was a good uh, negotiation at all. Um, but, you know, for Brittany Griner, what's your, what's your line? No, nothing could be finer I'm than... Finer, I feel finer than Brittany Griner. Right <laughs> okay, you're going to get t-shirts, aren't you? I, I, bet you... I am going to get t-shirts printed. No, you're not. No, don't do that. I wouldn't do that. So so my, <laughs> my point about that, though, is is a pretty simple one. Um, here's what sticks in my crop. Do, do you remember the, the Grenada invasion? I'm sure yes. you do. You're, you're old yep. enough. I'm, I'm not giving I have your, chrome in my I'm chin. I'm not giving your age away, am I? <laughs> no. No, he's got um, a birthday no. coming up. <laughs> Oh, stop, you weirdo! <laughs> um, I'm I'm not giving I'm not giving uh, too much weight, but uh, in terms of your age. But my point is is that do you remember the image that sticks in my mind from from Grenada? Uh, is that the American medical students arrived back on U.S. soil and they crawled off the plane and they knelt down and kissed the tarmac. They were oh, so yeah. happy to be back on U.S. soil and so Absolutely. happy the U.S. had gone to extraordinary measures. Ronald Reagan uh, sent the military in to get them. They were so appreciative of that. I, I really, after her comments regarding the... the um, uh, national anthem national and anthem, not wanting yeah. it to be paid played at WNBA games and and all of that. I I I hope we see just a little bit of that, just a little bit of that from of appreciation. Yes, of a pre- for, yeah, for well. her country, for for the country that she used to. She was quoted as saying once, "I honestly feel we should not play the national anthem during our season. I think we should take that much of a stand. I'm going to protest regardless. I'm not going to be out there for the national anthem. I wonder if after not hearing it for all these months in a Russian prison where they truly uh, do discriminate against people on a regular basis, she's going to feel differently about that. Mm. Uh, and Well, and by, by the time the airing of this show, we will know the reaction, you know, because the, every camera, every camera is going to be on that plane when she steps off. Yes. Um, and, you know, get a reaction. And, you know, as I heard the story breaking on Thursday morning, uh, Mark, on your show, uh, I was thinking, wow, book deal, movie. She's going she's gonna to get all this stuff. Um, well, she and, has and, to because she's underpaid in the WNBA. She deserves that. Are you... Uh, which was why she was going to play in Russia to Thank supplement you. her income. I know that's what the argument would be, right? She, this, she, if they just paid her more than the WNBA, she wouldn't need to do a movie, right? No, they're gonna they're gonna be throwing cash at her in a big way. Here's the here's the ironic thing to me, and I don't know if Putin was actually involved with in the, this negotiation. He had to have had something to say about it, uh, but he's got a war going on. 
And I just can't imagine him taking time out of his, well, I guess it's because he wants to get the, uh, you know, his guy back uh, for whatever reason, but I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I just thought it was, you know, should be the last thing on Putin's mind uh, to negotiate and get rid of, you know, Brittany Griner from their prison system. Well, all they did, they did nab her right as the war was beginning. Yes. Yes. So that was timed. Uh, so enough about it's the sparkle. Enough about distract with the sparkle. I'm anxious to see what happens with that. I I uh, I did want to tell you uh, very quickly. I thought this is something that would be of interest to you. Um, I'm. I'm trying to get tickets to see a guy named Morgan Wallen. Familiar with that yeah. name? Uh-huh. Bo, I sure am. Country music star. I think this will be interesting. Remember the fiasco with Taylor Swift, your your friend from many years ago? <laughs> where where they tried to handle that and it, it the system got overwhelmed and they, they it failed basically. People were all mad about it. Right. They've altered their their system now. And you have to be pre-verified with a code in order to buy tickets. And they, they claim that they're doing it to prevent the same problem again. But they also admit that no tickets will probably ever go on sale to the general public. They expect to have a complete sellout during the verified fan version of it. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be angry about that. Hold on. And you, and you are, are you wanting to go to the show? My daughter. Oh, okay. I was I was getting worried about you. I thought, is he open for Sammy Hagar? I, mean, <laughs> I didn't hear that part. No, he'd have to open for Sammy Hagar for me to be interested. I doubt that it's something I'd want to attend. But you know, I'm I'm trying to take care of the kid, and I thought, well, I'll uh, see that, if that, I'll see if I can buy the tickets and got on the verified list and all that stuff, and we'll see what happens. We'll I see. will I will wish you I will wish you luck. I will tell you in the spring I was at the dentist. I walk in. I you know of course I was on country radio for a minute here in St. Louis and uh, and right away the gals at the desk were like, "Can you get us Morgan Wallen tickets?" I'm like, "What?" It's at what? Bush Stadium. There are going to be forty thousand at least tickets, and they're available. all going to be sold out, pre-verified. Yeah. It, see, and he was shot to the top, guys. He was shot to the top. He has one album. He's got. Some, He's got some good music, but to headline is he is he a headliner? Or is yeah, he opening for Kenny Chesney or something? It's him, him at well, Bush Stadium. I will tell you that I heard a rumor, and I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but uh, it, that lawn seats out at uh, Riverport were four hundred dollars wow. to get to go see this guy. The lawn, yes. you wow. can't even see the person. That's Holy true. So, you know, I'm, I miss the days. I miss the days when you had to go to <laughs> Schnooks. And you had to stand in line, and you had to get your tickets to whatever concert you wanted to go. We'd actually go to parts of the uh, St. Louis Metro that were not big country fans, and Uh we'd walk right up to the ticket counter. That was the way we did. (laughs) Bo, you know what I get to do this weekend? What? I get to shoot ducks. (gasps) Are you serious? I get to go duck hunting. I'm very excited. I've only been a couple times in my entire life, and uh, I've been invited to go to a nice club and where I get out in a blind and wait for a Daffy Duck to come flying in. Did so you, apparently it's been a good year. Did your son give you some tips on uh, on how to shoot? <laughs> He'll be with me. So uh, he can give me <laughs> so tips some, as we go along. Some ducks will get shot. Some ducks <laughs> by will, a cox. will die by somebody named Cox, but it, will, it may or may not be. We'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> too funny it's well fun. uh, good luck yeah. hunting yeah i appreciate that i'm i'm looking forward to it i've, I've got to, i need some good duck recipes you got any d- good you, duck recipes 
You know, I, I, I've heard, uh, you know, so I, I love duck. I love turducken. You've had turducken before. That's awesome. Um, but do you, do you, have you been practicing your calls? Because I've got a duck call around here somewhere. <laughs> no, you know, Duck Dynasty, even during all that and watching it, I never bothered to buy one of their duck calls. But I oh, am man. going with veteran duck hunters who I'm certain have all the toys. I, I love that. I, I, just that as a talent uh, to to be able to call them in like that, and you know, and we watch uh, we watch uh, uh, Unashamed on YouTube with the Robertson family. Yeah, um, it, it's a Christian based conversation. We just, a lot of times we have dinner with them, uh, you know, on the YouTube, and uh, <laughs> it it it's it's such a such a good family. They really are a good family, and they have benefited well from Duck Dynasty and all their doing so the, that's the pretty cool stuff. length of your beard is evidence of that right they still have the beards right yeah it's yeah. like they just stepped out of the bible you know <laughs> that's or, what i picture. Or out of a swamp somewhere one of the two or that yeah <laughs> <laughs> what have they been up to yeah that's great that's great well listen uh, coming up we are going to talk uh we're going to talk second amendment with our friend mark walters from armed american radio and before we get to that though a, a great effort locally to support police officers we always love to do that whenever we can we'll get to our friend uh, chuck Mayer uh, from down in New eureka when we come back on second amendment radio and the great outdoors Paper don't get away from my quail. Paper don't get on the wrong trail. Paper don't get better leave my love and love alone. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You ain't nothing but a hound dog You cry all the time You ain't nothing but a hound dog Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Bo Matthews here. Mark Cox, Carl Middleman, our executive producer, Beep producing beep. finally, uh, finally, F I N E L Y, finally, uh, not finally. Uh, but <laughs> I'm uh, here. you know, I'm I'm a pretty pretty good friends. Thank goodness for the uh, folks out in Eureka. I don't live in Eureka. I live near, but uh, Chuck Mayer is a long time friend, long time, and uh, we've done some. Uh, we found some common ground, and uh, we love to play poker. We love to play Texas Hold'em. And so we are going to make an announcement about this next year's Big Dogs Poker Bash in support of the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. So that's going to be exciting. However, uh, Chuck is playing the part of an elf. We did a toy drive last weekend that was a great success. And this week continues with Shop with a Cop. Welcome the president, the president of the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund, Chuck Mayer. How are you, buddy? Good. How you doing, Bo? I'm good. I'm good. I gave him the I, Mark. I gave him the 45 minute warning before we uh, took this phone call. I called it the Viagra warning. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so you, I, I told him I, I've been up for hours. I was so excited to get to talk to Mark this morning. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> well, you, you, what you meant to say there was you you got up really early as you do every day of the week to listen to the Mark Cox Morning Show. 
I did. Oh, I did. okay. I thought, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> and you know I do because I'm texting you throughout your show. But anyway. Exactly. Yeah, when you do uh, wake up early, you wake up to listen to me, Bo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do from my thought tub. Um, anyway, uh, I, I do want to point out that the Shop with a Cop program has been going on for a long time. It affects a lot of people. And uh, and w- as president of the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund, we are going to give you an opportunity to make a donation for this next week's shopping. But, Chuck, I wanted you to explain the program uh, that uh, the young people get to go shopping with a cop, the good guys. They do. We actually started it, uh, kicked off last night. Um, we had um, probably around 25 kids last night with police officers that were from the police chief down to um, the newest hire. Um, they just hired a new police officer. He was there last night having fun. Kids have a great time. They get to interact with the police. <clears throat> Excuse me. Police pick them up, take them up to Walmart. Uh, they get to shop. They get a hundred dollars uh, to spend on toys of their choice. A lot of them spend it on toys for their siblings or their parents. Um, and then we get a list from the parents, and the parents are normally there with them. Uh, but we get a list of clothes and stuff they need, and then they get to pick out clothes. Another hundred dollars worth of clothes. And then uh, last night was kind of neat. Um, Walmart actually this year for the first year they had a table set up where they had gifts for the parents. So. Uh, Walmart uh, stepped up that way this year too. So um, I, I, Chuck, it's just a great thing. It brings the community together. Well, it does, and you know you've got all these different plans over the years to, you know, to to uh, community oriented policing. They used to call it, and all this stuff, and and it's taken a lot of heat. I can't think of a better way to establish that initial relationship with the kids in the community and the police and something like this. Yeah. Right. Well, a lot of these kids, the only time they see a police officer is in a negative situation, and this brings them together. They're in a neutral environment, and they can see they're just people just like we are. You know, they're just doing their job. So, Well, as I was texting Chuck this morning with his 45-minute warning, uh, I, I, I wanted to remind him uh, to think of some of the, uh, the huge stories because usually right after Shop with the Cop is over with, that's when we get to planning for the Poker Bash, which, again, we have an announcement coming up shortly. But, man, Chuck, you always come back with massive stories that have impacted not only the uh, the families but the police officers. Tell us, was it last year or the year before um, when there was the uh, the shoplifting incident? Um, it was probably three years ago now, I guess. Um, there was actually a couple there that, um, unfortunately, were hard times. It was Christmas. And um, they had shoplifted, and they were they had taken food. It wasn't clothes. It wasn't um, pills. Just frivolous stuff. It was, it was food that they needed yeah. for their family. Well, unfortunately for them, the day they did that was the day of shop with a cop. There was twenty police officers there, so <laughs> it didn't work out real well for them. Um, but. Um, Chief Wigan and Lieutenant Wordis, they seen there was a family in need, and and they pulled them aside, and, and it worked out for for the family. Um, unfortunately, when something is taken like that at Walmart, food wise, it cannot be re- put back on the shelf. So, um, Lieutenant Wordis actually had a, a needy family that needed food, and the food went to them, which yeah. helped that family also. But it, I mean, people are needed this time of year. Um, one of the coolest things that I've seen through this program last year, um, there was a family that 
the father was incarcerated. Lieutenant Wordis was actually the one that arrested him. And Lieutenant Wordis was taking his kids out for shop with a cop. And after shop with a cop every year, the kids get to go to uh, Culver's for dinner with the police officers. Well, the the father knew that the kids were going to Culver's, and he actually called the kids' phone while they were at Culver's and thanked Lieutenant Wordis, which is the one that put him in jail for taking care of his kids, and thanked wow. him for helping him get back on the right path. Wow. Great stories, and uh, I'm sure there'll be more of them to come. Uh, Chuck Mayer, our guest, uh, president of the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. And, you know, uh, Chuck, I was happy to run into you at Guns and Hoses. What what a great event that was, huh? That was, yes. It was a good night. It was uh, a good cause. I tell you, they do such they do such good work down there. I'm glad we had them on here before just to try to help them sell some tickets. It was a sellout. They usually raise about a million bucks for backstoppers at that event, and uh, you know that that is as we talked about before. Backstoppers is a great great organization. It's there for people lost in the line of duty. But for all the people that go to work every day, they may get they may get injured. They may just need help with a bill. They may need just the community to show them some love. That's where the police officer support fund comes in, right? Correct. We actually had an officer this year uh, was ran over by a, a a person trying to get away from the police and broke in a his stolen car and yep. in a stolen car. Um, unfortunately, they caught him. Um, but I mean, he was probably an inch away from being crushed to death he uh is lucky just it was his leg but he was off work for uh, about four months and that was one of the things that the support fund kind of kicks in uh to helps the family um backstar was a great organization but yeah. it covers death and it doesn't cover you know somebody being hurt on the job so you know uh and i want to remind uh and maybe not a lot of people know this uh chuck the uh, the horrible shooting at that school uh everybody uh, heard about the teacher uh, that was killed, yeah. uh, who stepped between the the uh, bad guy and the kids to protect the kids, uh, the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. He won't brag about it, but I will. What did you oh. guys do for her funeral? Because because she was uh, related to a uh, the Eureka Police Officer. Correct. She was the mother of one of the police officers here in Eureka, and it just shows that that family, the giving, and, and I mean, you talk about a true hero to save kids, to put your yeah. life in front of a bullet like that. I mean, they, they can't ask for or look for a bigger hero than that and her son's the same way he serves the eureka police department uh but the support fund um actually it was in our trunk or treat that we have here at the office um we had people asking what they could do to um make a donation and, and we took a donation um for the family and we we took food down uh for the family at the funeral um and it was all through donations here in, in eureka eureka is a great community anytime that you put anything out there for the police, fire department, first responders, the community steps up. So, we just, we just took a donation and we, we took the money, bought the food for the funeral for the family. So they didn't have to worry about it. And whatever the money was left over, we donated to the family. So, okay. So uh, Chuck, I do want to mention and give people an opportunity uh, over this weekend that they can make a donation for the shop with a cop program. Uh, where can we direct them? Um, they can either drop a check off or call our office, Realty Executives Premier in Eureka. Um, the phone number is, I'll just give you my my cell number, probably the easiest way. It's 314-650-8863. Um, or they can drop a check off at um, 113 Hilltop Village Center Drive in Eureka. Or 
uh, we have a Venmo account set up. It's Venmo. You go to Venmo and it's at E P O S F, which is the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. And uh, if they want to make a donation to Shop with a Cop, there's a reason that you make a donation. You can just put a Shop with a Cop. And then also, um, we had talked about the poker tournament, which is coming yeah. up, and that's going to be yep. on March 5th. We've got the date set for March 5th. Oh. Uh, Mark said he's already going to win it. So, <laughs> oh, Hold on. Is, is it his anniversary? No, that's the no, first question. No, we covered that. No. My anniversary is the 27th, and you guys have moved it back just for me. I appreciate that. Thank you. We, we did. We, we did. Just for Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great yeah, event, the Big Dogs Poker there. Bat. Yeah, Go ahead, Chuck. To sign up for that. If somebody wants to sign up for that um, in time and they can give it for a Christmas present or whatever, you can go to the, to the Venmo account and just put in Reason Poker, and then we'll know it's for the poker tournament. We'll get you entered into the tournament. And uh, Yeah, I think it's a great gift. When you don't know what to get mark. anybody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Chuck Mayer, president of the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund, owner of Realty Executives Premier, and uh, my dear friend of many, maybe too many years. Uh, we really appreciate everything you do, Chuck. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Always love having you on, Chuck. Thanks for all you do for the community. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. You guys are both a huge part of it, so we appreciate all you do. Hey, we're happy to do it. Uh, Chuck, uh, we, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. All right, thank you. Yep, uh, you know, uh, coming up, we've got uh, a couple of things uh, that have gone on this week that you need to be aware of. First of all, over in Illinois, they're floating bans and confiscation again of of American sporting rifles. This week, they rolled that out. They're debating it up in Springfield where they have a Democrat supermajority and J.B. Pritzker at the end of the buffet waiting to sign the bill. So we're going to talk to our friend Mark Walters, uh, who is a he's a he's an author. He's a radio host. Uh, he runs uh, uh, Armed American Radio, which is fantastic. We're going to get to him coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Yeah, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews. That's Mark Cox. Carl Middleman is here, our executive producer. And we continue on with the show. This segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory, Army in America. And if you are doing some Christmas shopping for a, uh, a Second Amendment supporter, a gun enthusiast, Razorback Armory is a gun concierge. So you don't even have to know anything about guns. You can go in and get a gift card. Uh, they've got great technology with the Mantis X to uh, help your help your uh, recipient uh, be a better shooter. Uh, they've got everything for the gun lover for your holiday shopping. Get their address. Find out more about them at RazorbackArmory.com. They're into pair. Tell them Bo sent you. Yeah, have fun with that. And uh, speaking of Second Amendment uh issues and shooting and the shooting sports and all that great stuff. Uh, one of the uh, regular guests to my show and somebody who is absolutely uh, one of the biggest defenders of the Second Amendment in this country, that is Mark Walters, of course, host of Armed American Radio, and he also is a spokesman for the uh, Second Amendment Foundation. We appreciate that. Mark, good morning to you. 
Good morning, brother. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Great to have you on this program with me as well, and I always love having you on through the week. Uh, we got lots to talk about. We got our hands full right now, don't we? It, it never ends. It's a, it's never ending. It's job security, I guess. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I covered the story a little bit this morning, Bo, uh, that in Illinois, the, the local news had a story on it yesterday. They're once again crafting a, a, a semi-automatic scary black rifle ban. They call it an assault weapons ban. They want magazine capacity limited. They want basically... Uh, they want to grandfather this, and it's one of those deals where they want you you have you have sixty or ninety days to register it if you already own one, and then you have to pay a license fee. I mean, it's just a Ugh. it's a complete nightmare, and they're doing all of this right in the face of the Supreme Court, who ruled that they couldn't do this. Mark, what's going on here? Well, this is just evidence that you have been right, that I've been right. Our listeners have been right all along. We know what their end game is. Their end game is to take away your firearms, and they don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about the integrity of our of our court system. They don't care about the Bruin. The decision that you're talking about is the Bruin decision. June 23rd, it came out. And all of this will not age well for them in the long run, yet they're continuing to push this, and they're continuing to push it, and they're continuing to push it. And they're trying to come up with new and creative ways to skirt around the Bruin decision, all of which will fail in the long run. The problem is they know what it's going to do, Mark, and that's going to tie everything up in court and force people you like the Second Amendment Foundation and other organizations to spend a just a ton of money defending our constitutional rights. We will prevail in the long run. I'm, I'm convinced of that, as is Mr. Gottlieb at the Second Amendment Foundation, but this is indicative of the hate that they have for you as a gun owner and the disdain with which they hold this country in our in our court our court decisions. Mark Walters is our guest from Armed American Radio. Uh, Bo Matthews here. Mark, nice to meet you. Um, I have to yeah, I have well. to say that the timing the timing is just crazy. Uh, when at a time that uh, that they're about ready to you know start the no cash bail on so many violent crimes and and beyond and, and release prisoners uh, back into the wild, if you will, that. We do need, uh, uh, Illinoisans, Americans need to be able to protect themselves. And oftentimes, uh, an AR, if you will, is a, is a great choice for self-defense. Um, this, the, the timing, it, it's planned. You know, you've seen the meme that says, hey, if, if you were going to ruin a country, uh, how would you do it any different? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Bo, you bring up a couple great points. And I, I, I want to take you back a little bit in history. First of all, it's not the state of Illinois' choice which weapon you use to defend yourself and your family. That's your choice. And the Constitution is clear that the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The Supreme Court, now we've won three huge victories, pro-Second Amendment victories, since the 08 Heller decision, the 2010 McDonald decision in Illinois, Chicago, by the way, and, of course, the Bruin decision. And we've had a myriad of other cases, the Azell decision and others, where they tried to skirt around the laws that they, you know, the, the cases that they lost then well, we'll just take gun ranges away from everybody so they can't fulfill the obligations that the court said were okay. I mean, it's just one thing after another with these people, but it isn't their decision to make. Here's what will happen. There's a good example of what happened in Illinois. If you remember Mayor Daley, the tyrant, the head of the Chicago machine, he and his father, you know, over the course of 50 to 60 years, ran that machine very effectively in Chicago. And if you recall, there was a, a Korean War vet, black guy, who was attacked in a home invasion, as the guy broke in the door and was coming up his steps, the Korean War vet used a firearm to shoot and kill the guy coming up his steps. 
a firearm that was outlawed by Daly and the machine in Chicago. And public outcry when the man was arrested was just off the chain. He was eventually, you know, let go. In fact, I don't even think he was arrested. The public outcry was so bad. Let me rephrase that. And that is, I am convinced, what just a few weeks later convinced Mayor Daley not to run for office again, because he was outed as the tyrant that he was. The public outcry was his, the emperor's clothes were off, and he decided to take 200 police officers with him at hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money to protect he and his family for the rest of his life. And then he skated and we were given Rahm Emanuel. And now, of course, Mary Lighthead. But the people will respond to this. The people will fight this and we will win it. Boy, I hope so. I, I, you know, they, they've got this crazy law. I think Pritzker, the governor in Illinois, just he signed he signed some modifications to it, but it's still going to enshrine no cash bail. And for so right. many of these violent criminals, they're going to be released back into the public and the public's going to have less and less way of defending themselves. It's what they want. In fact, yeah. one thing they're doing is. One thing they're doing is with this uh, firearms owner ID card that you have to have if you live in the People's Republic of Illinois, right? And I know there are lawsuits pending against that right now uh, because that is that's like having to jump through the first hoop in order to exercise your Second Amendment rights, which are enshrined in the Constitution. Why should the state of Illinois be able to stop me when the Constitution says I'm allowed to have that? Now they passed it to where you have to be 21 just to get an FOID card. You can't even buy a hunting rifle in Illinois without it. Well, you take what's going on in Illinois and let's go over to Maryland, or excuse me, to Oregon with ballot measure 114, measure 114. Oregon's in a mess of a situation right now, probably the worst of any state that I've ever seen. Oregon Firearms Federation, SAF, NRA, Gun Owners of America, there have been five lawsuits. This ballot measure essentially says if you want to purchase a firearm, you have to get a permit to do it, take a background check, then you have to take training in order to buy the gun. Then you have to buy the gun, you have to get more background check, more training. Certain guns are out. If the whole thing is a mess and you now have gun dealers, what it's going to effectively do, because the backlog is so bad for the permit applications that it can't be met. There's been a stay put in in the state court. The federal district court judge, a woman by the name of Imergut, just ruled completely against the Constitution. And thankfully, a state judge stepped up and said, no, I'm issuing an injunction. This is a violation of the Oregon state constitution. This is what happens when you put leftists in charge of anything, they screw it up. And this is indicative of what they want for you across the country, listeners. They want this for you where you're tuned in right now. Yeah. So you had better. And they're coming in hot, too. Yeah, Mark Walters, our guest from uh, uh, Armed American Ra- uh, Armed American Radio, um, and an author, and a columnist, and the 2015 Gun Rights Defender of the Year Award. Congratulations on that, and all the other accomplishments. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw something the other day that really woke me up. It's kind of like uh, Mark blaming uh, the fork for being fat. Uh, it was, and, and my thought from after seeing this, uh, Mark, I will tell you is sure. I want you to ban assault rifles. I want you to do that, but don't ban my defense rifle. That's, that's the most of America that has a firearm for defense. It's, it's, it's like blaming the, the automaker for drunk driving. It, it just doesn't make any sense in this world. And in this crazy world, we do need to defend ourselves. So sure. You want to, you want to ban assault rifles? 
ban the assaulter. How about that part of the equation? Well, you know, you brought a point up earlier, Bo. It's so true. It's hard for good, hardworking, decent Americans to wrap their heads around this. What is happening to my country? Look at the Biden clown posse. Look at the administration. It's a, it's a, a multitude of, it's a freak show. And they're trying to tell us that men can wear dresses and use women's bathrooms and all of this is somehow normal. And people are scratching their heads going, well, wait, this is the gaslighting of America. Yeah, This is all by design. It's hard for us to understand. Why would the president of the United States want an open border? Why would asked by a reporter if he was going to go to Texas, would he not go to the border if he was already going to be there? And the president would say, because yeah, I have more important things to do. That's what Biden said yesterday. Mm, yeah. Why would these things be happening? It is all by design. Why? It's designed to screw everything up so bad that the government can come in and save the day. The socialists want control. They want power. And that's how they get it. This is the only free nation on Earth. This is the only free nation. This experiment has never been done anywhere else on planet Earth. That's human history. That's not the crazy gun nut radio show. That's human history. Mark Walters, you just you, you tell the truth there, brother, and I appreciate that. One one last thing, and I know you covered this on your Armed American News website. I saw this study. I talked about it on my show this week. The people that that want to scare the hell out of Americans put out a fake news study this week, telling people that more than a million Americans have been killed by firearms since 1990. And they completely yeah. cover up the fact that the uh, vast majority of those were either it, it was either crime committed uh, by gangs in blue right. cities across America or suicides. One of the two. Correct. Yeah. Well, you know, again, this is how they skew, quote unquote, studies to get the results that they want so that they can then use them to justify the actions against you. This is the means justification to the end. And we've been fighting this battle for years and years and years. They never tell the truth. It's the gaslighting of America. Look, guys, we're talking to, and listeners, we are talking about people that will look you dead in the eye in a camera at midnight and tell you the sun is shining. Yeah, that's These true. are people who yeah. will look at you in the rain and tell you that it's a bright, sunshiny day. Go out and barbecue. No, I've met those people. We yep. are living in an upside-down <laughs> world, and they're doing it intentionally to get your head all messed up. It's, it's just a giant psyop. Uh, well, I, I hope people go to armedamericanradio.org, uh, uh, armedamericannews.org, and look at your website there, Mark. You, you just you bring the truth every day. I appreciate that. And I would remind people that each one of these lawsuits we've talked about, the challenge over here in Illinois, the challenge in Oregon, the cases that have come before the Supreme Court, the Bruin decision, all of these couldn't happen without groups like the the uh, Second Amendment Foundation, saf.org. And I would strongly recommend that that people who care go there and donate because they don't that that's not done for free. No, and an annual membership, Mark, thank you for mentioning that, is only fifteen bucks. Yeah. And we need we need this we need these donations to bring these court cases. These people are putting us in court. And look, it's very important to point out, I don't I, I don't want to run you out of time here. But the Second Amendment Foundation is responsible for 85% of the pro-gun court victories in this nation. Support us. We need your help. We've got your back. 
you know, uh, just like we spoke about uh, with the Poker Bash, uh, you can you know reserve your seat as a gift for the holidays. Yeah. Why not get a membership for somebody for the SAF right. um, as a gift? Put it in a card, you know? I mean, people are doing that for charities all the time, and not that it's charity, but it's an organization that's fighting for your rights. Every single day. Great idea. 15 bucks for an annual membership. If you want to donate monthly more, please do. I donate 50 bucks a month in addition to my membership, my life membership. Excellent. And the website again? S-A-F, as in Second Amendment Foundation, dot O-R-G. Join us. We need the help in this fight. Yep. And uh, armedamericanradio.org as well. Uh, Listen, uh, Mark, appreciate your time, my friend. You better believe it. Thanks, guys. Mark, as usual, keep up the fight, guys. You too. Uh, That is Mark Walters, a nationally syndicated host and author and columnist and uh, just just an all-around great guy. Just so... Makes me feel like I've done nothing in my (laughs) life, actually, to listen to that resume. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which I haven't. Great guy. I love having him on my show all the time. So, All right. Well, uh, another weekend closer to Christmas and Santa Claus. Happy holidays uh, as we continue. Thanks for listening. Please share the show. Share the podcast. You can get it at the Odyssey app. And we thank you for listening on whatever radio station you are. This is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Have a good rest of your weekend, boys. We'll see you next weekend. Have a great week. talk.com Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.